You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. I am Roger B., and you're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Today, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. All you gun guys are sitting there gearing up, locking and loading, preparing for who knows what. We're in times we have never seen before. People in the United States under a lockdown countrywide. This is unprecedented in our history, as far as I know, except for maybe during World War II when they had some blackouts and air raids, but it was never for more than a day or two at a time, maybe an evening at a time. Yeah, I don't even think they even shut it all down now to what they mean. Right, compared to what we've got now. I mean, every city, every town, every state is pushing for all-time lockdown. Everybody's supposed to remain shelter in place. You would think fire is falling from the sky. Well, they want you to, I mean, at some point, Roger, when do we get to where we have to shelter in place because there's a uh, mass there was a mass shooting, and now you must shelter in place. We must shut down until we come and collect your guns. Right. Well, you know, that's funny because I had a story here about the New Orleans mayor. Oh. He wanted to issue an order permitting a gun sale ban. He wanted to ban gun mm-hmm. sales in New Orleans. Now, they did this during Katrina, and yeah. they actually went around and collected and guns, collect and they took these guns away without giving anybody receipts for them, without mm-hmm. writing down who they belong to. It was up to you to prove you owned it afterwards if you could even find out where they took it. Right. They're basically stealing property from people, giving them no recourse at all. And I just wonder how far would the sheriffs have gone to take guns away from people at that point? Well, luckily, the uh, Constitution stepped in and stopped that. Right, they did. But I just wonder if somebody had... um, stepped up and said, no, I'm not giving them to you. Would there have been violence? Would the sheriffs have tried to shoot somebody for not giving up weapons, for not giving up their Second Amendment rights? Would it have happened? I don't know. I mean, it didn't come to that, thank goodness. But if it had, I just wonder. And now New Jersey tried to shut down all the gun stores. The New Orleans mayor is going to issue in order to try and stop gun sales. These people think because all this other power to keep people in their homes or to try and regulate things because of the virus is coming, they want to just, all the liberals want to grab onto the gun limitations as well and throw it in there too. We've said it before and I'll say it again. If you give the government an inch, they're going to take a mile. That's right. And And they'll never give it back. They're never going to give it back. Folks, there are freedoms now that we're going to have to fight to get back after this Wuhan virus because uh, government will never Never ever give back all the freedoms that they take. Um, they just we have history to prove it. Yeah, I mean it seems it's like taxes. I mean they started the income yeah. taxes. One percent was going to be the maximum amount you would ever pay an income yeah. tax. And what did they say? This isn't for you. It's just for that rich for the guy. Very over there. rich people. And now everybody who makes more than thirty thousand dollars a year is paying income tax of up to forty percent. Mm-hmm. So don't believe them when they tell you, "Oh, everything will get back to normal soon." It's going to be difficult to put things back in order once they fall into this much chaos. Mm-hmm. And banning gun sales is banning guns is one of the first things any socialist, communist, restrictive government is going to do. Period. It's in every playbook of every dictator, every socialist, just, communist leader ever. Just look at your Democrats in, in the municipalities and and on the federal level. Um, 
what does gun ownership have to do with a coronavirus, Wuhan virus outbreak? How is confiscating one gun or stopping a gun sale gonna gonna save one life? Yes, right, exactly. And the funny thing is, now I can understand them shutting down certain government offices. (laughs) All of them, like the ones that process permits. (laughs) Okay, we have a comment. I've got one for you. Does do either of you or either of you have you heard? Only because we had a death in the family. Do I know this? But do you, did you know that national cemeteries are closed? Yeah, we can't know. even bury my brother-in-law and have a, a, a service? graveside service. Wow. Well, it's like they're closing a lot of national parks and state parks also. Anywhere where people can congregate, you they're should, trying to shut down. You should at least be able to do that with, uh, let's see, what's the guideline? Ten people or less? Yeah. Well, you should you, be able to do the that. Only, the only thing that can show up is a hearse with the body. The the hearse, the funeral home turns the uh, casket mm. and whatever over to the graveyard people. They take care of Putting them in the hole, and that's it. And that's it. So there's no family can be there or anything like that. No family can be there. Nothing. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can't even you can't even drive through a national c- uh, wow. cemetery. Now. So no paying respects to people who are already there, even at no. this point. Well, Not, no. uh, now that what they're going to do is um, send a map of where he is buried, and at some point. You can have a graveside service later on, I guess. Yeah. If, if yeah. this is ever over with. Well, I'm seeing stories of people had weddings planned and stuff, out-of-state yeah. weddings, and all these people made plans yeah. to come, and they have to cancel flights, cancel reservations for everything. And uh, I hope they're getting their money back on all this kind of stuff because this is, mm. it just gets out of hand with this stuff. Uh, it's getting uh, crazy. You know, good point. I'll mm. bring up one other thing. Uh, some friends um, had scheduled. Several months ago, well before all of this broke out, a cruise. Right. And they, as soon as, I mean, as soon as the first sneeze, they went to the cruise line and said, we're canceling, we want our money back. Now, this is where the government should step in. The cruise line has had their many thousands for many months now, and will, oh, we'll be glad to give you credit, and as soon as this is over with, We'll have we'll give you credit, and you can pick any one of our wherever you want to go with, with what you've already paid for. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, that's not right. They've got the money. Give me right, the money giving back. the money back. Well, that's like I I just yesterday canceled a flight with Delta, and they were able to either reschedule my flight or reschedule a flight at a different time or place, or give me a credit for it. That's all they're willing to do at the time. They're not refunding any money right now. They're hoping you can just reschedule or redo it. Because, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I mean, I understand that I want to give money back because when you bought the ticket, I bought it under the terms of non-refundable. So I agree to those terms when I bought it. That was on me. These people who bought the cruise tickets, if they didn't buy the trip insurance, then, you know, they're agreeing to a non-refundable purchase. I mean, granted, these are unusual circumstances, but still contractually they're not obligated to do that but at least the airlines are, are waiving all fees right and, they are and, um, change. and change fees and, and everything because I've had several tickets on Delta I've had to um, adjust for. so uh, yeah I'm just looking for places to go now well let me read you some other facts real quick the major cruise lines are asking for financial help from the US government 
right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yet Disney cruises sail under the Bahamian flag. Celebrity cruises sail under the Maltese flag. Carnival cruises fly under the Panamanian flag, all so they can avoid U.S. taxes. All right, then. None of them should get a bailout. <laughs> they want money from the U.S. government, but they refuse to pay you taxes to the, the United States. I'll say it. Now, look, I, I do not uh, blame them at all for trying to shelter themselves from the oppressive, ridiculous taxes of the United States because we as a free country, as you've heard me say, should get rid of the – you know, we should go to a consumption tax. But that's a whole – that's a, that's my show. But – uh, hey, if you don't want to fly under the United States flag, and you're not getting a bailout. That's right. And, of course, they don't honor U.S. rights either. I bet you can't bring a gun on a cruise ship. <laughs> uh, I've been on a cruise, and no, they would not let me That's bring That's right. Gun. And I was like, I, yeah, if you're an American I, cruise line, you should allow that. I yeah. think they should have a cruise line that goes to the coast, to the <laughs> southern horn of Africa, and you can shoot Somali pirates. That I, would be a cruise I would go on. I have been looking for the cruise, <laughs> that cruise, Roger, for us to go on for a while, and and, and that's a moneymaker there. So if a cruise company is listening to us right now, have a cruise that goes right on the coast of Somalia. But this cruise ship is, is it allows me to choose a fifty cal or you know what is, what is a, a saw, a saw, an M two, and uh, and let us have et this. Uh, Piracy problem over there. That's right. Let's let's uh, let's 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 bait them in with something, and then I, as they get closer, I, unload on them. I bet David would go on that cruise. I don't know a whole lot of people. None of my friends would probably miss a, a chance at a cruise like that. I would, uh, man. I would. I would even. I would even pay extra for the balcony room. That's right. To get a little higher, uh, so I higher, get a little shot. higher shot. Pay more for a heavier caliber weapon. Get the the upgrade. I would. Um, oh man, and then we could. You know, we could do all – imagine the fun we could have by making it look like we were a ship in distress. To, exactly. To, You'd have to, to bait to, them in to somehow. bait yeah. them in. <laughs> <laughs> this is a service, folks, that we are offering to do. Yes, we will help organize. If a cruise line wants to step up and volunteer to offer this cruise, we will help organize it. We will help. Help I, provide I, suggestions on weapons, I, ammunition. I am sure. Just body between, armor. Just between us and the people we know and your show, Roger. And my I'm, seven listeners. They would all go. <laughs> I'm sure that we could fill at least one deck. Oh, my God. We'd probably fill the whole ship. And when word of this got out, oh, oh this would be – people would be canceling African safaris to come hunt Somali pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I don't know how you would mount a Somali pirate. Would you put him on all fours? Would you just mount his head? <laughs> I have a question. So the liberals, can't, they hate big game hunting. They hate people that are going and controlling populations in Africa by shooting these animals. Are they going to be mad at us for taking out pirates? The, the, I wouldn't think terrorists? so. They're violating international law. They need to be punished. What, it, a, what a way to side in your new scope. That's right. <laughs> and what a way to lead. Ooh. I got a little lead. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, teach you how to lead on a, on a target. What does that guy say in that movie, that hey. Vietnam movie? How do you shoot women and children? He goes, it's easy. You just don't lead them quite so much. don't lead them quite as much. <laughs> you know the skills that we could develop because you not only – we don't have to just factor in wind speed. We're going to have to factor in the wave. That's right. I mean, the Navy <laughs> snipers. The, the Navy snipers got a chance to prove yes, that they knew they, how to do it. They, yes, they did. They fired off the back of, uh, I cannot remember I think which It was an aircraft ship, carrier, which, wasn't it? Which, which, it was a carrier. I can't remember which one. Now, those are pretty stable, up. but still. Okay, now I've got well, to make a that, serious announcement. 
after listening to this, I wonder why we don't have a sponsor for this show. So if, <laughs> if you're agreeing with all of this, then you're welcome to uh, sponsor That's it. Right. By all That's means, right. <laughs> send an know, email to gm at americaswebradio.com. So and this, a check. This, this Navy, that's right, and check. The Navy sniper, it wasn't just the carrier that he was, you know, he was on the carrier that was a little was more a, stable. It's a His little boat. target was going like, well, if you can't see me, folks, my hand's going up and down. Up and yes, down. and they apparently told, they had actually, supposedly had communication with the hostages, and they told him, stay low. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were going to shoot high. <laughs> stay low. Really. And apparently it worked. Yeah, it worked. But I'm gonna, I got a few, okay, this isn't gun related, but I'm going to read a few statistics here. These are worldwide deaths from January 1st to March 25th, basically 2020. There have been 21,300 deaths by coronavirus, 113,000 deaths by seasonal flu, 228,000 deaths by malaria, 314,000 traffic fatalities. And this is, and the lowest one on here is the coronavirus. I mean, Alcohol's killed 582,000 people, and smoking's killed 1.1 million people. And yet the coronavirus seems to be this magical element that just... I got one for you. Find out how many people in Chicago died this past weekend. From what I understand, their shootings have been down. <laughs> yeah. And they're still, though, I, I, I want to say it was 100 and something, but uh, uh, but the point is... You look at, gosh, in Georgia, I think I'm, I'm not even going to put the number out there, but uh, but but it wasn't that many deaths last night to the virus, right? They had was, in Chicago, right, right, and even like I say, even the gun deaths are down there. But here it comes down to all these these cities and stuff are wanting to limit gun sales or shut down gun stores as non essential. But thank goodness Trump last week, just last week, had said. Gun stores are essential businesses. They can remain open under U.S. law. They're considered essential business, nationally essential businesses. Well, it was the mayor in New Orleans, you said? New Orleans, he... I think somebody blew smoke in here and said all gun stores have toilet paper. <laughs> That's That might be true. I don't that, know. I, that's right. We cannot deny nor confirm <laughs> that. <laughs> what they're selling in the back room, yes. But, uh, yeah, New Jersey, they went back and forth a couple of times. They finally got sued, but now the lawsuit's been dropped because Trump has come out and said, okay, the gun stores can stay open, they're essential. Because, I mean, to, well, to violate people's rights like that and not allow them to exercise a Second Amendment right is just ridiculous because of this. They're, they're starting to violate not just the, you know, it's, it, we're, we're kind of used to them violating the Second Amendment, but now they're coming after the first, third, fourth, fifth. Talk about the the right to search, <laughs> the right to privacy. Right. Uh, they're, they're obliterating that right now, Roger, just by uh, the way they're tracking cell phone users. The oh, way right, right. In the U.K., apparently they're not tracking the people. They're doing it here. Yeah, but they're not costing us anything yet. Okay, we've yeah, got to take yet. a break for a few quick words. And if you're interested in being on one of these breaks and sponsoring our show, by all means, send us an email at gm at americaswebradio.com. Yeah. We'll be right back. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 
You can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan, and every family will save thousands of dollars a year. I'm Ellen Deal, and if you've been hurt by the Affordable Care Act, you can email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com to see if we can help. Small business owners, individuals, families, and baby boomers, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com for three easy questions to determine if you can get away from Obamacare. I'm a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry and here to help you for all your insurance needs. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to us on America's Web Radio. And in case you didn't notice, my guest host today... Oh, there we go. Uh, Victor Armendariz from On Point with Victor is hanging out today. <laughs> now, i got a question for everybody. Isn't it amazing how there have been zero mass shootings, even though gun and ammo sales have gone through the roof? Gun manufacturers, ammo manufacturers are being drained of stuff as fast as they can make it, and yet zero mass shootings in the last few months. Doesn't that seem odd? It's almost like guns are not the problem. So what you're saying is that all the lies that the Democrats put out, that more guns will equal more crime or more guns equals uh, more The statistics are saying that's that, not true. Well, the statistics have been saying that for years. Maybe uh, the maybe they're using sadistics instead. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> but, okay, here's a, another. Uh, this is Candace Owens. I don't know if you know who she is. She's a very yeah. intelligent young woman who comes up with all kinds of great – I guess, uh, observations. If you die from heart disease right now and you're an asymptomatic carrier of COVID-19, post-mortem, they'll add you to the death toll of COVID-19. Yeah. So if you've got it and recovered from it and then you die some Something other way, else. you're considered a COVID-19 yeah. death. So they're already padding the numbers. That's a great point, Roger, because that information came out the other day where um, they're they're taking people who are dying of other causes, but then an autopsy shows that, oh, they, they had the virus or they had traces of the virus. Even Right, minimal, even if they had recovered from uh, it or recovered. they were immune to it or asymptomatic, they yeah, still were they considered still death from COVID-19. Them, uh, yeah, you can be immune to it, die another way, and they'll put you on the numbers. Up. So they're padding the – so the disease that we're supposed to shut everything down for, they're padding. They want it to be more dramatic. Yeah, so, again – You've got to ask yourself, what is your government up to? Right. And I wonder, because now they're, they're, they're doing things like telling you, you have to stay inside. If you're caught outside or you're congregating, you'll be arrested. But yet, in the same breath, they're saying, we need to release all these felons from prison because there's a chance they could catch the virus because they're in very close quarters. So wait a minute. They're going to release all the criminals from prison and put law-abiding citizens in prison. Yeah. That makes only that will make sense only in Washington. Now swamp. let's push this back to the gunpoint for just a minute. So if they start releasing felons from prison, what does anybody think is going to happen to the crime rate? I'm going to assume it's going up. Now you want some statistics? Yeah, yeah. just wait and see when when the you criminals. Think, you don't think they've been rehabilitated? Well, some of it depends on what they're in there for. There are some that probably hmm. need like if they're in prison. For a marijuana charge in a state, 
that has legal marijuana, they probably need to be let out because their crime is no longer valid. Yeah, but they're not talking about just those. They want to no, let no, they out want to release some, some uh, oh, hard-time oh, criminals. Oh, i find that. Hold and on. I have you, that story. You want to see uh, – you want to cause crime to go up. Uh, that statistic, then, yeah, keep letting them out. But also, Roger, they want them out in time to vote. Yeah, there was talk of giving felons the right to vote, which yeah. I thought was just Asinine. ridiculous. Say it. It's crazy. Now here Just in our home, Biden needs all the help uh, he, he can, can get. get. <laughs> now here in our home state of Georgia, though, there has been some good news. There's been a lawmaker that wants to suspend carry permit requirements. All right. So basically, he's saying because we can't process all the carry permits quickly enough and and a lot more people are applying, we're just going to suspend it temporarily so anybody who's a law-abiding citizen who can purchase a weapon can carry a gun without having a permit. So Georgia becomes a right-to-carry state. A constitutional constitutional carry state, yes. right-to-carry state. Possibly. Which is what we should be. still with the background check by buying the gun. Right, right, right. right. Oh, right. You still have to have all the checks, yeah. None of the federal checks will be pushed out of the way. The only thing, there are states now that have what they call constitutional Constitutional carry. carry. And Georgia considering that as a possibility. They're trying to maybe push this through. And this is one thing good. They're using the Wuhan virus as an excuse to (laughs) push through constitutional care. Which they should because we got to push back against the the politicians trying to take freedoms away by getting more freedoms where we can, I guess. And this is one way. But this is something that should be done anyway. I mean, if you're a gun owner and you haven't gone through the, the government ups and downs and jumping up and down and standing on one leg to get your carry permit... But now you're being told, well, the police aren't going to be able to come help you because they don't want to come into your home and get the virus. And they're going to be, gotta, and they're going to release all these felons. And they're going to release the, the felons. Then you ought to be able to carry your weapon. And I, and, and it's funny how these these liberals who are big anti-gun people. It's funny. There was a cartoon. It shows the lady. I need to buy a gun. He goes, "Okay, you'll have to fill out this form, wait the waiting period, and come back in ten days and get it." She goes, "But I need it now." <laughs> he goes, "Do you believe in gun control?" She goes, "Oh yes." He goes, "Well, this is gun control. This is gun control." <laughs> <laughs> People don't realize these laws. All of a sudden, when well, they apply to them, they don't realize how strict things yeah, are. Yeah. Well, you've had um, we've had media people who uh, you know left this little pajama boy where I should. All right, I'm going to be nice. But we've had media people. And the gun grabbers. <laughs> the gun grabbers. We've had them go into a gun show uh, with their little cameras on, hidden cameras, to try and buy a weapon and walk out. Yep. And then none of them have been able to do it. Not without, well, not without, not the, without proper the proper check, background check. But most of these pants, I mean these journalists, uh, don't have a gun permit. So they have their they have to do the waiting period. Oh yeah, I want to buy an AR fourteen with uh, thirty yeah. ghost uh, clip clipazines. My my name is Joe Biden and and I'm here to buy an AR fourteen. And I'd like to use the gun show Come loophole, on, please. Man. Yeah, and I want to use the loophole. <laughs> and I'm sorry, no I'm such gonna thing. I'm going to need my five hundred round clip. Clipazine. Clipazine. <laughs> ghost ghost clipazine. Come on. And then when you call him out, come on, man. I need my gun. Yeah, well, they're Gosh. realizing that, you know, gun laws do work. They're seeing that now. All these they, people having to wait. Everyone that we have on the book works. That's right. If they enforce them. When they're enforced. Now, here's an interesting story. There was an inmate who was released due to the coronavirus fear, and then he was arrested for murder. So, hmm. you know, how do you justify this kind of thing? Now, I don't know what he was in jail for. I'm kind of, I just found this story before I walked in here. So we're afraid of a criminal getting the virus. We let him out, and he goes and kills an innocent See, person. he was in jail 
because he was sentenced to possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Hmm. He was sta- he's, and he's stabbing and killing so, a 60-year-old man in a subdivision. So, there you go. So the law did its job because he violated the existing gun law by being a felon. And then they one. released him due and to the And then they release him because they didn't want this. Apparently, they well, you know, look, Roger, they care more today about the criminal than they, and the non-citizen. They Seems do about like they care more sense. less about the victim than they do about the the criminal. Yes. Yeah. And it's up to us, as always, to be your own first responder. Now more than ever, you have to provide protection for your family, your friends, your loved ones. You have to provide that protection because the police are stretched too thin. In fact, in New Jersey, they had over 600 police officers tested positive for coronavirus. So that's 600 less police officers on the streets in New Jersey right now. And it's worse in New York. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. More and more, because these police officers are on the front lines. They're dealing with people every day. That's kind of their job. They can't avoid contact. Right. And as they get sick or as they come down with symptoms, they're not going to be allowed to interact with the public, which means less and less law enforcement, which means more and more responsibility will fall on you. Well, you know, I, my thinking is that the gentleman criminal, they'll just back off and wait until everybody's back to normal and... They won't pull any of these scams like the Department of Justice asked us to uh, make an announcement about all the coronavirus scams that that the uh, wonderful people that, you know, the the criminals, and they got to make a living too, you know, so they're taking advantage of the elderly by calling them up and saying, if you'll give me your social security number, I'll get your check to you by tomorrow. Yeah, well, that's John. Yeah, yeah. don't believe any phone call that you get that wants anything to do with social security number. Or the IRS already else. has it. Yeah, so if they need it, they already have it. And, and they will uh, send you paper mail before anything else. Don't don't buy it. Uh, don't believe a telephone call and don't believe an email call uh, or an email from whoever. If you don't know them, dump it. And don't, uh, they'll ruin you. So be aware the Department of Justice contacted us after we had one of their attorneys on and said, will you please put out announcements about the coronavirus scam? So that's exactly what we're doing. Yes. And, and for those of you gun control people out there, if you, if you're afraid of these guns, if you have any guns in your possession, you can mail them directly to us. Yes, directly here to America. By, by way of our FFL license, and we will transfer all these weapons yeah. into secure hands where they will be taken care of and loved for the rest of their lives. Mine. Now, <laughs> but now, a really okay, we have to get serious for a minute. The government's passing out $1,200 checks to a lot of people. So this $1,200, I need to know, I want to hear from people, what kind of gun or what kind of ammo are you going to buy with your $1,200 check? I'm going to buy some forty, some three eighty, <laughs> And a shotgun. And a shotgun. <laughs> KSG, maybe? Maybe a KSG. That's right. Everybody's going to want to, I mean, that's, that's like uh, they're going to send you this $1,200 check, and if you're still working, you're going to go, you know what? <laughs> Let's get going to the gun store because they're essential businesses and I got essential money to spend. I'm going to help them. <laughs> By all means, stock up on ammo. A few extra magazines would not hurt anybody, I don't think. No, they No matter what. Only a, and only a criminal. You know, I'd, I'd like to throw out another thing here that on a serious note. Um, we just did a serious note. <laughs> now, a second one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, Is that going to be G, F, or C? No, go ahead. Yeah. A good G. G-string. Good G-string. Um, no, it's, uh, you know, 
I've got two friends sitting here, and at the table we uh, we all carry, and we all have license to carry, and we all have been trained to carry. But that's not necessarily true for your neighbor and for the person across the street. Now, I happen to be very fortunate in the, where I live. There is a gun broker across the street, and he Ooh, and I are fairly, excellent. you know, we're, we're acquaintances. We're not going out to eat every night it's by like, any means. You're right? not supposed but, to go out to eat. You're supposed to stay home. And yeah. eat. <laughs> well, he, he has a very good, clear shot of my front door. And uh, I have the ring system and all of this kind of stuff. And he and I have agreed that, and I have a very good shot at his front door. And if he or I, either one, are having trouble with anything, no matter what the hour is at night, and one of your favorite things, when uh, when you need the police in seconds, they're, <laughs> they're minutes, minutes away. away. So he and I are taking care of that. And uh, take care of your neighbor. And we've talked to other neighbors in the neighborhood. That, uh You know, some of them have dogs, some of them have weapons, some of them... Uh, don't, but you know, one I have a hell of an alarm system, and that helps. Two, mm-hmm. I have, uh, you know, and I have my signs posted. That's right. Uh, Your sign should say, "The door is not locked to protect me from you." <laughs> That's right. It's locked. <laughs> you but anyway, do you know? Converse with your neighbors six feet apart, but. Yeah, and help a neighbor. If you're out there and, and unbury some of that toilet paper you're hoarding and, and give it Tra- to a neighbor. Trade it for ammo. Or trade it for ammo. <laughs> or no. recycle. But I've always said, if you're a first-time gun buyer and you never bought one before and these times have got you scared and you go out and you buy something... And even if if you have some experience, but it's limited, ask somebody. You've got to you've got to have some friend somewhere that knows something about this. If not, if you go to the range, which a lot of ranges are gun stores, so they will be open. Granted, they'll have to talk to you from a distance, but ask for advice, ask for help. Most I, gun stores and gu- people in gun ranges are more than willing to help and assist. I recommend a guy by the name of Harold. Harold Lanier. Harold Lanier. <laughs> and uh, the name of his... <laughs> Creedmoor Training Academy. You mean he can get away from his lake? <laughs> yeah, right, from Lake Lanier. This is a different Harold Lanier. But, um, but yeah, there are lots of people all over the country who offer training. Yep. By all means, get it's probably the second most important thing you need after a gun and ammo. Mm-hmm. There would be the, the, the get the training get and the then tra- buy a holster. Don't buy a holster until you're going to go yeah. get some training. <laughs> true. More people shoot themselves taking guns in and out of, in holsters, and out of holsters without training than almost anything else. Even guys who are experienced. I've seen a guy yeah. shoot himself in his ass, <laughs> putting his gun back in the holster by leaving his finger second. in what, the trigger. What were you doing looking at that guy's bottom? <laughs> oh, I was behind him getting ready to shoot next, and he ended up putting that well, gun. Well, Roger was ready to shoot him in the ass if he didn't move, <laughs> he, put that gun, he did it for he him. put that gun back in his holster, had his finger on the trigger, popped around off. Oh, I bet he hey, did there was a around off. Yeah, and it, he, well, it didn't, you know, he didn't know he'd even been hit at first. The, the one other yeah. thing that, that uh, and I assume most of the st- instructors would go through this, and I always this up. Work on your head as well as taking your training on your pistol or rifle or whatever it happens to be. But work on your head and play the game what if. 
Right. And you can do that any well, you're not allowed to go out to eat anymore. But when you are allowed to go out to eat again, walk into a restaurant from where you're sitting, look for exits, look for anybody, look around the restaurant and say, Okay, if something were to happen, who is gonna run, who's gonna scream, who's gonna stand their ground? Well you should always be always have situational awareness right. in, in your mind. And you know, when we go out, Roger and some of our friends, we usually have to fight over the gunfighter seat. That's right. You know, but so. if you if you don't get it, you go, Okay, I got this side, you got that you got side. Side. That side, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you cover, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's and it's and it's funny because you know once you build that mindset, you learn to use it everywhere yeah. you go. And everybody out there who laughs at us when we talk about things like this and things we do when we go to restaurants, look, you, you probably don't even notice us doing it unless you're part of our group. Uh, but the very people that will laugh at us for doing this, Roger, are the very people that are going to get behind us going, save me. They're, they're, they're going to be the screamers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they will be the screamers. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny that uh, we talk about it, but uh, and I, got a, I had to laugh at myself because I, I drove into a situation the other night that uh, it wasn't a bad thing. I, I, wasn't a, I wasn't looking for trouble or anything else, but I caught myself looking in every crack and cranny of the parking lot, you know, and finding <laughs> just getting a, a feel of what was there or what wasn't there. And How much change you know. did you find? Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> How much change did you find? <laughs> no, but, you know, it's no, just yeah. uh, it's and once you get used awareness. to doing it, yeah. uh, situational yeah. awareness, you know, mm-hmm. and, and um, it just makes sense to know what's going on around you, yeah. whether it's in a store. And everyone you know, should do every, this. Even especially, in, uh, uh, you go into mm-hmm. Kroger's or Costco yeah. or wherever you go, mm-hmm. just know what's, what's you know, happening. Yeah, pay attention. Yeah. Now, of course, you're not... I've heard there are signs that say don't carry a gun in Costco. I've never actually seen one. Yeah, me either. Me neither. I, I haven't I've noticed. Heard, but but I've, heard that, I've heard they're out there, but I've, I've never seen one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, always. And the thing is, this is going to get bad when they release these criminals and the cops are spread too thin. They don't have enough of them. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be able to protect yourself if everything gets locked down? Are you going to be able to protect what you have for your family, what preparations you've already made? Are you going to be able to hold those for your family? Or are you just hoarding toilet paper for the guy who has the gun in the neighborhood? (laughs) Basically, yes. If you're not prepared to defend your home, then whatever you're hoarding in your home, you're just hoarding it for the guy with the gun. Or, you know, make sure the neighborhood knows. Make sure everybody knows. I don't want a gun, but I have toilet paper, so if you guys could help me, I'll share. I'll share. No, I think you go just the opposite way, Roger. And, uh, you know, there was a saying that during... um, World War Two, that loose lips ships sink, uh, sink ships. ships. <laughs> so my my thought here is, if you do have a supply of food or toilet paper or ammo or whatever you got, keep it to yourself. Keep a lid right. on it. <laughs> and, uh, if you don't, you know, if you're real close with their gun broker across the street, well. You know, that might be the exception. Right. You have to have build a community to be able to defend yourself. You know, my illegals that live next door to me, I don't think I'm going (laughs) up to them and and, uh, say anything. (laughs) You may want to keep it on the down low. Right. You know, (laughs) uh, the way I keep them in the house, I wear my ice jacket out. In the yard, when I'm when I'm working in the yard, I have the big ice on the. I'll teach you one word that you just you, if you want to clear. La migra. <laughs> you want to clear the yard, your neighbor's yard. Just walk outside, la migra, and point. <laughs> 
would I do something like that? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I was thinking well, about yard, can, yard work, but I I'm can, not going to say it. I can feel the emails coming now. <laughs> but so as you see this happening, though, okay, in Baltimore, they have locked down Baltimore, and apparently there have been military vehicles and troops appearing on the streets. Hmm. And... Now, of course, everyone's thinking, oh, my God, this is martial law. They're locking us down. They're forcing us in. Mm. But apparently the citizens in there have a shelter-in-place order. Okay, so the city is locked down. Now, supposedly what these National Guardsmen are doing, because they did respond to this, apparently someone noticed it and they tweeted it and Twittered it and Facebook Twitted it. it, whatever. My what is it? Uh, my my twit face, whatever. All, all whatever the, the all the twits twitted. Yeah. I yes. Mean, wait. But they say if you see a National Guard Humvee on the street. No, we are helping someone in need. Whether it's delivering supplies, setting up tents for health screening stations, we are working for you. So they're not there apparently to to implement martial law yet. yet. <laughs> no, no. Wait a second. Yeah. This, let me explain something to you. And uh, General Dix and I talked about this, and I I can't remember and even though I was in the garden and all this, but if a governor calls up the guard and they're on the street and they're in uniform, they have to be dressed as combat ready. So they will be carrying a a weapon, an yeah, M16 would hope probably. So. Yeah. And uh, they have those in the airports anyway. You go to yeah. to, to an airport yeah, to get the soldiers have M16s. Neighbors or, or people seeing well, the National Guard walking <laughs> in their neighborhood in full military. Gear. Your your Democrat is going to lose their mind. People like us are going to go, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah but still cautiously, Can be I cautiously help? optimistic. Because I mean, the National Guard's there, but they have the ability to perform other orders as well oh yeah and you know and you just don't want some jerk to try to test the guard no no and uh, they'll, they'll <laughs> it's not to... like those guards in front of the palace in england right right you know, no, people no. try and test those and they take it in stride don't, here yeah, you don't, get don't you get rifle butted to the face don't be a stupid when hippie hear, when you hear fixed bayonets <laughs> hey you know you've don't, gone too far yeah well, the, Don't be one of those dumb hippies to go up and try to spit on one of these guys. Because, yeah, because they have know. those bayonets, and that it's, and if they hold them out, that's about six feet. Yep. And if it the gets, tip of the bayonet turns red, you're too close. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I can know, I can break your nose within six feet. Let me tell you. Uh, we're kidding about this, but uh, I would, and I it's been a long time not since I've been in. <laughs> but you know, I would venture to say. We had a little bit of it. Well, we had more than a little bit of it. We we trained fairly fairly good on riot control and crowd control because when I was in, it was a civil rights problem, and uh, we didn't know if we would be called up or not called up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the same time, Vietnam was strong and going. But you know, the I would venture to say that these kids and men and women in the Guard have been trained, and you don't want to mess with Well, most people in the Guard are from that state. These are their neighbors, their friends. I mean, everybody probably knows somebody who was in the Guard at some point or is in the Guard. 
And these are people from that neighborhood normally. Each state has its own National Guard. So these are people who live in that state. So these are these are probably neighbors, friends, people who know other people there. So these are the people who, if, if told to do something they don't agree with, they'll most likely, hopefully, use their better judgment and decide, no, that's not a legal order I'm going to follow. Well, these, these are my friends. These are my family. This is it, my neighborhood. No, I'm not going to go in there and do that. Yeah. I don't think, no, I, I think... Uh, not to argue with you, but oh come on, they, argue with me. If, uh, <laughs> if they're ordered to do, it, to do, do something, it. there's going to be a reason that they're doing it. Right. And, if they see it as a and, clear threat and as a clear yeah, good reasoning, and, uh, yes. You know, and that's why you have the top brass. You you have the general Dixes. You have mm. the people in command that you know know what's you, going on. And if they issue an order, then you would hope and, that. That's well, you know, but, but what the, if they the issue top, an un- the top has the same thing yeah. that you're talking about? Well, that's about. what I'm saying. You would hope that the top brass would be smart enough to look at the Mr. Politician well, and go, "No, we're not going to go collect guns from houses." You know, they're not. Uh, you know, yeah. the, everybody <clears throat> thinks that this. Everybody th- only remembers the Ohio situation. No, I'm thought. Th- what about back to Nazi Germany? All those officers said, "Oh, we were just following orders." Well, mm. you know, I. I disagree with you as far as uh, they're not going to be out just popping around. No, no, probably not. I would hope they would see if if somehow they got an order that they thought was unconstitutional or illegal or not right, hopefully they would stop and not follow an order that they saw there was an issue with. But I I think the chances would be... Of them, them to none. Of them that, even getting that order, even yes. Even getting the order. Yes, yeah. I hope that's the case. No, yeah. I, I think it would be the case because while the grunts are out in the field training to the, do what they do, the officers in their position, and, and it's uh, interesting, too. I, I can't address what happened at uh, Kent State, but I can address what I know about when I was in and um, they do have intel. Oh, of course. And, uh, they yeah. have intel mm-hmm. infiltrating whatever the problem is. And uh, it would I, – I feel very confident in the guard being called up. Right, uh, but always hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Yep. You got to be prepared. I mean, you yeah. can't uh, you well, can't assume everything's going to be perfect. Yeah, but you, when you say that, you don't want to be in a position that you say, "Well, I'm armed. Uh, I'm going to shoot back," because that would just escalate the situation. Yeah, gonna, and yeah. uh, then all of a well. sudden, you'd hear these. This Tanks big, rolling down the street. Big <laughs> pieces of equipment coming towards you. Mm. You know, right. it's like. Uh, we had a situation in my hometown, and we were we had been put on alert that we might be called up for it, but we weren't because our our uh, police chief uh, we had, we had uh, one young man kill another young man in high school, and Ooh. it thought it was going to break out into World War Three, hmm. and um, our police department at the time had. One hell of a canine core, and uh, they uh, they had the rumors that you know so and so civil rights guy was coming in, and who was flying in, and this and that, and all this. So they were trying to instigate trouble, is what somebody was trying to do. Yeah, yeah, and, but uh, you know, and they had they'd put out, come to Lubbock and raise hell, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, right and 
don't let a good crisis turn, go to yeah, waste. Turnover cars <clears throat> and all this kind of stuff. But our police chief was on the uh, local welcoming committee, and mm-hmm. uh, he, uh, he he had a uh, very strong. We had one hill in Lubbock, and that happened to be Avenue A, and it was you know. At the peak of it, you could see everything for a long ways. And he had an APC that he had converted, and it had a uh, 50 on it. And uh, then he stationed at every travel point, train, bus, plane, one of the dogs. Hmm. And And when someone would step off the plane and the dog would bark, they would back up and get back on that plane mm-hmm. and uh, it, right but what if it i mean like say with the red flag laws that were uh, gun confiscation they were talking about sheriffs not wanting to enforce these laws and state governors saying we're going to call out the national guard to take you down and then go enforce these laws and these sheriffs are elected officials by the people in these towns and counties and at that point there's going to be a conflict between law enforcement and the national guard yeah i think you know no, I don't think there will be in that. I hope I hope it never comes well, to that. In but. that, well, well, let me finish what I'm saying. In that, if they were, if that were to even get close, Trump or whoever's president would put an end to it real quick by nationalizing them. And You're then assuming the take, president's going to do the right thing. Yeah, well, then the president. No, the president will do the right thing. And, you think and, Hillary uh, would do the right thing? Would Joe Biden do Joe the Biden right thing? Would say, where am I? You yeah. know. Where's no, corn pop? I'm going to go get corn pop. Yeah, yeah. corn pop's <laughs> going to take care of this. <laughs> but no, I, a dangerous I, dude. No, I, I don't think it would come to that. And at that point, I don't yeah, think you'd not. have to worry about a sergeant or a first lieutenant saying, oh, I'm going to stand up. No, the brass would step in and take care of, of. Ideally, there have been issues between officers even where they couldn't agree on the way procedure was supposed to be implemented as well. There's a movie about that with Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman where they have conflicting ideas about following orders on a nuclear submarine during a time of crisis. And it turns out that the one guy who did not want to fire the missiles was right and basically stopped World War III from starting because he disobeyed an order from a superior officer. And granted, that's that's the exception and not the rule, but it can happen. And it was a movie. No, no, it was based in fact, though. Uh, It was based on actual events that took place. I just have a whole lot more confidence than, you know. 90% of the time, 99% of the time, but that 1% of the time when things can get out of hand is when I'm saying there's that chance. That that Democrat that was threatening to use the National Guard against the sheriffs was back down real quick. Yeah, he had, well, because that was within his right, though. He had that capability. Right, but but even he backed. uh, West Virginia? Virginia. The governor? It was either Virginia. It was Virginia, Virginia, yeah. The governor of Virginia, yeah. Well, you know. He threatened, uh, but uh, he backed down real quick because... The, the the outcry of the citizen that said we're gun abiding Second Amendment people and we're not gonna we're gonna stand with the sheriff and uh, that the Democrat who would have loved to have used the National Guard backed down real quick and I think yeah. he backed down because even that even him as a Democrat who would have loved to abuse power saw that he would that the optics weren't gonna be good you know Democrats base everything on optics so. But, you know, if the optics were different, if we had a different person in the White House, different control in the Congress or Senate, I mean, 
they may be able to control those well, a little better because we all know the media we, tends to side with one particular party yeah. more than the other. Well, we have to be diligent no matter what. I mean, look at right, look right. at our the rights that are being trampled on right now in the name of a, a pandemic. Yeah, crisis. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a, a virus thing. that hasn't killed nearly as many people, people as, as the regular flu or the regular <laughs> flu. Yeah, you know, I just uh, I don't want to leave people thinking that something like that. I'm not saying that you know impossible but i have a lot of faith in the military and i have a lot of faith in officers yes and And i have um, faith that as it comes down the line if something comes down that's not right it'll be stopped somewhere along the way by somebody saying no this is not right we took an oath to support and uphold the constitution this violates that oath and i'm going to stop it right here hopefully it'll be further up the line rather than the further down the line yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, that's why there is a line. Yeah. And, uh, that's yeah, but people cross lines of, all the time. That's why there's a chain of command. That's right. Exactly. But I'm yeah, saying be aware of all these new criminals coming back on in the street. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be well, your you job know. more than ever to defend yourself, your family, and your friends. Yeah. And I think at that point that uh, if either martial law or just the need of the armed military – for the criminals that are released. And, you know, mm. I have no problem with that at all, mm-hmm. if it's needed. But, right. you know, I uh, I give the military a lot of credit, and a lot of because of the folks that I know and been in and the folks that are in that I know. And uh, they, uh, they're well trained. Well, the military is pretty much the only government agency that should be given credit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on a regular basis. Right, exactly. <laughs> Anyway, it's, uh, you know, like you said, uh, hope for the best and uh, plan for the worst. Prepare for the worst. And just it's it's a good idea to be prepared anyway, no matter. It's like everybody laughing and making fun of the preppers a number of years ago. Yeah, look who's laughing now. Yeah, look who's laughing now. sitting on his mountain full of toilet toilet paper. (laughs) Who's laughing now? That's right. Uh, Wasn't there a song about that? I think there's a song about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, no. but people need to be prepared, and you know, and having guns and ammo is part of being prepared. Sure. And it's funny because these people who were basically gun grabbers yesterday today are all of a sudden flocking to gun stores mm-hmm. to buy stuff that they just the other day said nobody should have, yeah, no nobody needed. Hey, you know how elitist is, and Democrats, it's it's never until it affects them. Right. All of a sudden, now, less police on the streets, mm. felons being released. All of a sudden, these people are going, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I going to defend myself? You know, one thing that should come out of this after we're done with this whole virus crisis, uh, a whole lot of Democrats should get voted out of office. It might be wishful thinking on my part. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) No, we agree. The radio station totally agrees with that. And uh, Pelosi should be the first to go. (laughs) First to go. Oh, they said they have a new corona test now available. You don't have to leave your home. Yeah, just collect a stool sample and send it to send Nancy, it to Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi in Washington D.C. <laughs> care of coronavirus testing. <laughs> I, I, I cannot confirm whether that's true or not, but I just saw. A, we won't confirm nor deny. A glimpsing article about that today. And so I think on the outside of the box it says recyclable. Yeah, that's entirely yes, compost, compost material. There you go. She'll just throw it with the rest of the feces in San Francisco. But apparently, like I say, there are military. National Guard troops appearing on some streets in the U.S. However, as of now, they're claiming they're there to help people 
get things done, do perform testing, getting supplies to people. They're filling in where some of these mm-hmm. police or first responders are getting stretched too thin. As long as the government doesn't knock on my door and go, hey, we're the government. We're here to help. Yeah, we know how that works out. <laughs> a- ask any n- Native American how that worked out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, yeah, what you're talking about, and uh, I'm sure the guardsmen that are being called up and guards women, but guards people guards people yes um you know this again goes a long way with what they've agreed to do and uh you know they agreed to put their lives on the line for their brothers and that's exactly what they're doing with this and if they're in new york or no matter where they are it doesn't matter uh if they're going out as as first responders of sorts then you know it's like the ones that were shot at in louisiana uh Mm-hmm. During Katrina, yeah. Katrina. And, uh, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is why I feel that everybody in Congress, everybody in government should go through the military training and have had, you know, they don't know what the hell they're talking about, a uh, bullet whizzing by. They don't have a clue. Right. Well, they don't, yeah, because they haven't had to. Hillary would tell you that <laughs> she knows. And, um, Remember that story? story well, now I heard recent. Now this is actually I actually heard this that uh, apparently Pelosi has been exposed to possible coronavirus by another lawmaker who tested positive for it. Oh, I'm sorry. And now she's <laughs> refusing to get tested. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking she's refusing because if she gets sick, she's going to blame Trump. She's going to blame Trump. <laughs> it's all his fault. Yeah. Well, should, somebody course. said that Trump was going to have the Schwab. And see how far he could cram out of <laughs> Now, Trump was tested and came back negative, so he did take a test. Suave by enema. <laughs> I didn't know it went up that far. <laughs> it depends on how big your suave is. <laughs> oh, my. We have gone off the rails here. Oh, yeah. I didn't we did. say it. <laughs> and but let anyway. your emails go to roger at <laughs> Back to being locked and loaded. <laughs> Which is just another way of being prepared, okay? Now, I know a lot of you who've tried to buy ammo lately. If you look around, there are some deals to be had out there. There is some ammo still at reasonable prices. What would you recommend in, say, a a 9mm, or would you steel metal jack? Would you do the hollow point? Hollow point, by all means. Hollow point, all day long. Especially against, uh, Mm -hmm. let's call them soft targets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fat want, people that are breaking you, into your house. You want it to stop in that soft target and not, not over penetrate. Yeah, I mean, granted, something is better than nothing. Said the girl, never. Oh, what? Something is better than nothing. Remind but me if to you tell have a choice, you all one of my ambulance stories when we get off the air Uh-oh. about that. You're talking about soft targets. Oh, oh no. God. Do I want to hear that? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it was funny. <laughs> But, yeah, it's funny because I think it was Colonel West was out looking for ammo, and he saw the shelves were piled full of hollow points and self-defense ammo, and all the full metal jacket was gone. Hmm. And he's thinking to himself, what you need against soft targets is hollow point self-defense ammo, not full metal jacket. Everybody's going to the range for some reason, and no one's worried about self-protection or... Or they just bought the cheapest stuff they could find and are not concerned about carrying, you know, ammo that will be the most effective job on potential felons. Felons. So we're going to call them or Somali pirates. (laughs) Or Somali pirates. (laughs) 
You know, no. I'm surprised that folks. The, Somali pirates are terrorists. Just so we can clarify, clarify. Yes, terrorists do not any, deserve any special treatment other not, than yeah, a lead animal. We're not talking about innocent uh, Somalians playing pirates. We're talking about terrorists. Yes, and terrorists deserve pirates. a lead enema every time. Didn't, uh, <laughs> yes. didn't the uh, seals that hey, uh, high-powered took out a couple of them? Didn't they give them preferential treatment? Oh yes, mm-hmm. they let them live an extra two seconds. Hey, they tried to let them live, and they they really did. Hey, they tried. They did. They gave them a chance. They, they said no. Chance. They shot them. And they said no. <laughs> so everybody, be careful out there and be prepared, and don't be afraid to spend a little extra money on the hollow point ammunition if you need it. Because if you need it, you're going to be glad you have it. So, and if you see national guardsmen on the street, they're saying they're there to help. They are help helping to fill in. And right now, there is no martial law declared anywhere in the United States as of now. And, I, you know, the other, I'd like to add one more thing. If you do see guardsmen or anybody, police or anybody patrolling your street, wave and say thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Offer them a Always. bottle of water. I do. Oh, no, you can't touch anything, though. Oh, true. Well, let's put it down and offer them to pick Give, give them an elbow, an elbow bump. An elbow bump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as we're as we're uh, sort of making fun of some of this stuff, we live in the greatest country in the world, and we elect people to make decisions, and then we expect them to act, and then we have to we need to abide by the decisions they make, and if we don't like those decisions, mm-hmm. we vote them out. We need and, to vote uh, them out. Well, how come they ended up with $25 million in extra salary for all congressmen and senators hmm. out of the coronavirus relief bill? Yeah. We well, expected them to do the right thing. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the right thing. Because they wrote it. $25 yeah. million to save some theater in New York or help help keep some theater well, they, up and running. And as soon as yeah. they got the, they voted this bill in, that theater everybody. laid off all the musicians. They furloughed everyone. So, so those musicians can go get on, and then they donated five million dollars back to the DNC. Back to the DNC. So they just get they're it's they're filtering money. Well, I talked about it before, money laundering, Democrat style. Yeah, yeah. or politician style. Mostly. I don't know if it's happened the other way. I don't mostly know. Democrat style. Okay, it, 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 it's, it probably happens with some it happens on each on everybody. Too. That's why these all all these politicians get rich in office. Oh. What's this, what was it? Mark Twain said? The only way to get rich as a politician is to be a crooked one. <laughs> to be a crooked one. <laughs> A lot of so, truth in that statement. Biden, oh, Sanders, yeah. Mark Twain was a smart Pelosi. guy. Well, I could go on and on. Biden, oh, Biden. If he, imagine if he was president during this time. Oh, my goodness. Would be what if he so takes over in November or in January? Oh, my goodness. Corn Pop is going to be on the top of every most wanted list everywhere across the country. <laughs> Corn Pop's in trouble. <laughs> Corn Pop, if you're listening, hide. Hide. That's... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I think the one last takeaway is be prepared and uh, honor your neighbor. Honor your neighbor in the grocery store too. If uh, yeah, don't sneeze on them. Yeah, don't. and and don't don't hoard stuff that you don't that need. you don't need exactly. Yeah, you know, don't hoard you. stuff That's, you don't need. And I was buying some stuff the other day, and the guy goes, "You know, you can take three of those." I went, "I only need one." Yeah. <laughs> It's like, okay. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> With that being said, we're going to put the plug in the jug, get our plug ammo ready, jug. and yeah. uh, I, I think I'm even going to take my shotgun from the office home. Sweet. It needs a good cleaning. <laughs> so, that's, we're out of here. Thanks for listening, <laughs> folks, and uh, we'll be back 
next week. Locked and Loaded will be back next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.